0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Friday, July 9th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri Governor Mike Parson is disagreeing with federal health officials on the best way to urge people to get vaccinated for COVID-19. The governor says he does not want government workers going door to door. He says that would not be effective or welcome in Missouri. The White House says the best people to talk about vaccinations are local doctors, faith, and community leaders who may go house to house. The possibility of those door-to-door checks to increase immunization rates came up after Missouri last week asked for help from federal surge response teams to deal with a spike in cases that is overwhelming some hospitals, especially those in the Springfield area. That request for help has prompted the federal government to send one additional health care worker so far. Alex Smith reports. Missouri's health department said one person arrived on Wednesday to help with epidemiology work in the Springfield area. A spokeswoman said more are expected in coming weeks to help with testing, contact tracing, and providing medicine for COVID patients. Governor Mike Parson requested federal assistance for COVID last week. Meanwhile, the average number of new cases per day in Missouri has climbed to more than 1,000, and more than 1,000 people with the virus are in Missouri hospitals. I'm Alex Smith. As health officials deal with the Delta variant of the virus, many in the state are still planning for a full return to work. And the four largest hospital systems in St. Louis are requiring all workers to receive the COVID-19 vaccine by the fall. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah reports up to a third of those hospital employees have not yet received their shots. Chesterfield-based Mercy Health this week became the latest hospital system to require the COVID vaccine for all employees. St. Luke's SSM Health and BJC Healthcare also will require it. Hospital officials say rising case numbers in the state and the fast-spreading Delta variant make vaccinations imperative. Dr. John Mohart is Mercy's chief clinical officer. He says about 70% of Mercy employees have been vaccinated. He says unvaccinated health workers are more at risk of catching the virus and more likely to spread it to patients. I think it's our duty to provide the safest work environment both for our coworkers and our patients, but also be part of the effort to stop the spread of the virus for all the communities we serve. Mohart says the hospitals already require employees to get a flu shot and other immunizations. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Medical cannabis sales in Missouri shot up over the last two months. The state says they generated more than $15.5 million each month. The new industry has raked in more than $70 million since dispensaries opened in October. Lyndall Fraker heads the state division that regulates the industry. He says sales are increasing as expected because more dispensaries are opening. So we know that there's going to be Probably another 30 or 40 come online in July. There'll be another 30 or 40 in August. And then it starts to slow down a little bit after that. Fraker anticipates the medical cannabis industry to surpass the $100 million milestone by the end of the summer. The number of patients consuming cannabis is growing, too. More than 125,000 Missouri residents now have medical marijuana cards. Ferguson is promoting its assistant police chief to the department's top job. Frank McCall takes over from Jason Armstrong, who is taking a similar position in North Carolina. McCall was the interim Ferguson chief after the resignation of a former leader in 2018. He also served as police chief in Berkeley. There have been several leadership changes in the Ferguson Police Department since the 2014 death of Michael Brown. A group of inmates at South Central Correctional Center is working on an ambitious project sewing quilts for every foster child in Texas County. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzon reports, the men in the program say it gives them a chance to feel connected to the surrounding community. Rod Harney learned how to sew in his middle school home ec class, but it wasn't until about six years ago while incarcerated at South Central that he started making quilts. I, I was no uh, stranger to the sewing machine. But this was a whole new experience, and it's just, you got that bug. It's hooked after that. Harney is part of a small group of volunteers at the Licking, Missouri Prison who spend their days sewing quilts for charity. This year, they're sewing more than 80 personalized quilts for the county's foster children. You see the names on these kids in the foster care, you see a one year old, two year old, three year old, it kind of breaks your heart. Harney says they want these kids to know that someone cares, that they haven't been forgotten. I'm Shayla Farzon, St. Louis Public Radio. Some of the items we are following today in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. Missouri's Department of Health and Human Services will give reporters an update on the fight against COVID-19. Cases are surging in some parts of the state because of the Delta variant. Also, if the weather cooperates, the Missouri Department of Transportation is planning to shut down I-64 in both directions in St. Louis between Grand and I-44. Crews will be working on a bridge over the interstate. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before wrapping up, we want to go into the weekend on a somewhat cool note. So, on this day in 1962, Bob Dylan recorded what would eventually transform into one of the unofficial anthems of the civil rights movement. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Dylan claims he wrote that classic in less than 10 minutes. Blowing in the Wind is in the Grammy Hall of Fame, and Rolling Stone ranks it as one of the top 20 greatest songs of all time. Have a great weekend. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway.